Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a Snapchat flirt and meeting people at the gym. Check it out, enjoy, share it with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. That's right, we're going to keep it light today, Shelby. It's pretty chill. It's a chill day. <laughs> it's hot out. Hot Everyone's out. Everyone's busy. This feels very summery to me. Oh, yeah. This is uh, the time of year. Well, you'll be walking down the street. This is you walking to this music. This is how you walk. A light, light in your feet, right? Ice coffee, no lid. Ice coffee, no lid. Shelby knows how we do it here. Straight up barbecue. And this is the time of year you're alone a lot. It's podcast season, baby. Uh This is when you share. Listen to new things. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister. This is the song that plays while my nuts get feathered by you, the listener. That's me. That's me going, woo, <laughs> as you feather my nuts. Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Pretty damn cool. Make your Instagram story. Tag a bitch. That's right. We're walking down the street. Nuts getting feathered. You're pointing out and like tagging bitches. Yeah, I'm yeah. pointing at bitches as I walk down the street. That's how it goes. Very excited about today's guest, an OKP original key player. She's been on before. Oh, I thought that was like OK person. And okay. I was like, that's insulting. An OK person. That's how I bring on every guest. <laughs> Corinne Fisher, thank you for coming on. Hi. I didn't know. What, I never know when I can jump in with you these long intros. Jump I on confused. in. Guest. Chiming in early. Yeah. No, you did it on time. You're, you're just having mini strokes in the middle of the intro. I, I like that, you know, that song, you know, the water's warm. That That's to represent the warmth of the show. Jump on in. It's so good to have you back. Thank you. Uh, why are we not using lids on iced coffees? It's when- really been uh, a life motto for me. When I used a to life work, motto? Yeah, when I used to work in an office, I would go and take breaks. Okay. And have a co- I'd go with my buddy and like, let's go get iced coffee. And then I would never, I would sip from it like I was at a barbecue. Oh, and that's would, what you meant by the barbecue. Yeah, so okay. it was like, you know, we might not be at a barbecue now, mm-hmm. but up here. In your mind. In my mind. Mental barbecue. I'm living a mental barbecue every day. So that's why we take off the lid, sip, sip, sip. That's the, you know, the straw thing. I talk about it on stage sometimes and I've mentioned oh, I've on the seen podcast. That, but yeah. Yeah. And people now send me all these like anti paper straw things or mm-hmm. pro turtle murder things. And it's not. <laughs> It's not like I have this personal vendetta. It's a new I'm, platform. Yeah, this isn't my like. This isn't how I run for president. Right. You know, like I don't even use straws. I've been a barbecue guy. I was pulled in. Mm-hmm. I was pulled into this game. Okay. You know, this was uh, something I never even wanted. So it's a war I didn't want to fight. I'm wow. like Sylvester Stallone getting pulled into 
back out of retirement to fight. Yeah, I'm Rambo. Okay. You know, when he gets, no, I don't want, but you're the best, Jared. We need someone to complain. How'd you find me? How'd you find me? <laughs> yeah, I was on a mountain drinking from a cup with no lid, and they go, the straws need you. And I said, okay. I'm, I'm here. Once you're out. I've been out of the game for a long time. They pull you back in. Pull you back in. Corinne has an amazing podcast, guys, That's we cool. fucked. Um, that is on Luminary now. Uh-huh. Explain to the listeners. I, I think that's sure a, a good thing to explain to yeah. people because it's the new frontier of podcasting. You're at yeah. the front of it. What is Luminary? Uh, so it's just a, it's a new app. They're kind of uh, explaining it as the Netflix of podcasting. Yep. Just a regular app you can download. You can download the app for free and use it as a regular like iTunes or Spotify uh, as you would listen to any other podcast. But then they have exclusive uh, premium content mm-hmm. and guys we fucked as a part of that. So they had some like heavy hitter existing podcasts join sure. on and then they did uh, like bigger celebrities uh, made specific podcasts like Lena Dunham, Russell Brand. So, well, Russell Brand, I think, was existing. So for but a yeah. monthly fee, you get mm-hmm. access to their whole library, which now includes Guys We Fuck. Mm-hmm. You're, you're their exclusive library. Otherwise, you can just use the app for free to stream Otherwise, anything. you could find podcasts on there as you would. Yeah. Now, how does it, the relationship change with the listenership? Are there still free episodes out there? Um, we do. How does it work? Our, icon, our archive still exists on iTunes and Spotify as it would so mm-hmm. it's only new episodes which would be after like May 17th 2019 okay. when we went behind the paywall and it changed because I mean we'll, we're able to get much bigger guests now because we have the relationship with Luminary got it and then we also can go back to our roots which is being really open and honest uh, about our personal lives because it honestly like it was just starting to affect our personal lives that's a big part of the reason we, jo- we joined Luminary explain that <laughs> because I, I, I think I understand what you're talking about where now, because I have Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, and I'm like, you know, when I do coffee with J Train every Sunday with your Patreon membership, I, I, when I do that episode, I do have this kind of feeling with the people that are paying the three bucks a month that they are, they're not really into the ticky tacky things. There's an investment there. So if I say something, this is my personal point of view and it might be, I'm sure it's different for you, but I'm saying I know that when I speak on Coffee with J Train, I say some things there that, you know, might be that I need someone to meet me halfway on. Mm -hmm. Like that I need someone to understand the sensibility. And if someone's on Patreon, that means they understand the show. They like the show enough to even listen to more. Yeah, they didn't just stumble on you. They know who you are as a performer, They know what's going on here, yeah. They get your vibe. They have your back. They're a fan. They're not just listening out of spite. We had a lot of listening out of spite. I really appreciate you popping off. What is that one? Got family here, bro. Listening out of yeah, that's appreciate the, you popping off. The, the family is on Patreon. The family's <laughs> yes, there, yes, and yes. they appreciate me popping off. Um, exactly. So you're saying there were people listening that were kind of listening to get you, Jared? I don't know if you know this, but like men and women are different. Yes, um, <laughs> I've heard. And so our fan bases are a little different. Too. Yeah, like women listen maybe because they want to just you know just spitball in here. Maybe they want to fuck you. Sure. Um, no one who listens wants to fuck us. It's just a bunch of girls who kind of like the us. Crowd here, like Feather frenemy, Studios like a isn't frenemy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the crowd here very upset with the learning that you're not you know don't have a. 
thirsty audience. No, well, there are some. Um, I'm very popular with lesbians in training. Christina's okay. very popular with just like old, leathery skinned women. Okay, perfect. So that's kind of our demographic. The lizard women. Yes. Yes. So, uh, like a lesbian in training loves me. So I guess at that point, it looks like a young boy. That's fun. Okay. Um, very into it, you know? And uh, yeah, and so like people were like DMing our ex boyfriends, like finding real people in our lives. Really? Like, getting truly like immersing themselves into our lives like we're just weird reality tv stars and oh like my God. fucking up actual relationships and you know we were in a way it's like fun um to talk about relationships in real time because yeah. then you can go back and it's like a time ca- it'll be a time capsule for our lives sure. uh and a diary for people who are too lazy to write one yeah but like <laughs> i'm not I, I i have to like now put a pause between even though i didn't so, do that last so you're week. finding it now that the people that are paying are more Ha- they want to be there. They're not just there because it's Well, I thought so do. until my ex uh, and his new girlfriend blocked me on Instagram because someone DM'd them about what I was saying. So I guess not. Really? So I guess, they, someone heard I guess what you were saying. Out the window. But someone paid to hear what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I could have, it could have been something, it, it, they could have been, you know, it, there's a real problem with like people trying to help. And it's like, uh, I'm not no. talking about my problems because I want you to help me. Like, no, you know, this is an, this yeah. is for entertainment. Exactly. This is, a, this is to, you know, and I always say with this podcast because we're going to do the emails in a second but um you know it's commiseration you're hearing that Mm -hmm. other people are going through similar things than you you hear through hearing people's emails and hearing stories from the guests and myself that oh yeah this is someone this is how they went through it and maybe i disagree or agree but it's some it's a frame of reference to know how i can go through it in the future like advice podcasting isn't a two-way street it's yeah uh, it's a one-way street well (laughs) i kind of noticed it with uh instagram like i I'm down the rabbit hole with, you know, the the Bachelorette stuff is probably still up. Now we're taping this a little ahead of time, but all the Bachelorette stuff goes up. And, you know, I'll have people that sometimes, and it kind of bothers me, um, and I do, I have to take it as a flattery. They'll tag me in their fun Bachelorette watching. Oh, right. And they don't get that as a comic. You're like, you're just biting my bit. Yeah. Like, you're also, I don't want to, like, see yours and then go, and then, like, forget about it, then remember, and then you have you go, well, you saw mine. I see that you saw mine. And I maybe said something similar or, like, also, I didn't sign up for your page to watch your shit. Right. You know, like, I do this, and I'm hoping that you enjoy it. But, you know, the TV doesn't watch you, too. You know, so, um, and it's kind of a brave new world. I don't want to sound bitter or anything, but it does hit me. I'm like, and then, and then sometimes I'll put up like a tweet and a lot of times what happens is it'll show, people will show up to complain about the tweet, but they don't follow me. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you showed up to a party that you weren't invited to. Yeah. And complained about the music, mm-hmm. like it's that's what it kind of feels like. And they'll say, "Well, your is an open account." I go, "Well, if the door's open and I walk into a house where I hear music that I hate, yeah, I walk out. I don't stay there and tell you. everyone yeah. that I at the party like what the fuck's wrong with your music, you idiots. Mm-hmm. I would leave. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that's well, people think kind of what you're can't getting. exist if they're offensive to anyone. And I was like, well, then nothing will exist. Yeah. Like I'm sure like someone could find a problem with this couch. Like oh, the sure. material it's made out of who you know like you who can find it. a problem yeah. with anything if you look hard enough mm-hmm. that's why i always say ne- never to look through your significant other's texts because if you want to find yeah you'll find something to make you uncomfortable something. it's the yeah. same it's the same thing always yeah it's a it's um you know that and that's probably 
a lot of the issues right now are just we see more, so there's more to be upset about. And it's fun. I mean, like even you know, even ca- like things that I really believe in that I've fought for online. At the end of the day, I've wasted the whole day on something that doesn't really personally affect yeah. me. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just avoiding the own shit you know yeah. in my life and that's what anyone is doing and i understand it's therapeutic now and again but we're all doing that we're course, all avoiding of course yeah going you know i'm sitting here complaining and i'm like i oh i said i was gonna go to the gym two hours ago i guess i'll eat now <laughs> um but uh listen we're happy to have you here corinne Thank at you. philanthropy gal on instagram go follow go support if you don't already guys we fucked it's on luminary the old episodes you can find them out there too so you can get into it and yes, then maybe starting go. Out. six years <laughs> there you go and then um also two less lonely girls is another podcast you have mm-hmm. and you do that with rosebud baker yeah. rosebud baker mm-hmm. and uh explain to the listeners what that is you've been on before talking about that right it started i mean it's a pop culture inspired podcast much shorter we do like 30 45 minute episodes uh every monday perfect uh, and that's just available everywhere that's completely free and available and uh first season was uh, our obsession with justin bieber we mm-hmm. ended up uh stalking down justin and Haley in manhattan um yeah. and then so we just started season two where we are a- after being inspired by my trip to london to see the spice girls okay. reunion tour, rosebud and i are becoming simon fuller and we are creating our own mega pop group really called me also we've held auditions where i have auditions you have footage. the band well we do we didn't announce it yet but there are five members um how we, do you <laughs> we wrote a song already really yeah it's and called tears in my pocket <laughs> love it well what is the next step for these women um, is it so we're, we're gonna announce next week we're announcing who made the final cut after uh the third episode of like the me also audition mm-hmm. footage that i did hire okay. a professional camera crew <laughs> i saw this a is little what bit happens of this, yeah. when you're single and you start making money for yourself yeah. you just then i need places to put this I go, money i go how can i waste this yeah. as soon as possible what if this band <laughs> actually like i i'm sure you're gonna go through with this where you're gonna have oh yeah no i love taking something way too far so what do you what happens if they become like well my manager was like you need to get you need to have your lawyer look over some contracts yeah well i mean because i mean please i would if i if if something happened we do we are committed to getting it played on a real radio station okay that is one of our commitments and that's not that's not no we know people are serious i mean like we're just gonna real call in favors Mm. nikki glazer's getting a call like sure and we want to get this played and then we're gonna do a uh live performance slash showcase you know like they would do industry showcases with like three original songs and a choreographed you know dances uh in end of september for my birthday someone's going to think (laughs) this is real real deal and you're gonna that's gonna be the funniest person that you come across yeah like you need that i i would want to hear the interview with the person that's like we gotta make this happen yeah you know like, like the music exact talented yeah listen I was, I was surprised well everyone wants to perform you know if you yeah. have that in your background you're like well that was something i did in high school and then someone's like here's an opportunity to you know a low stakes offer yeah and it's Why real not? exposure people were like shitting on my ad but i was just like i mean like even though we are doing it kind of as a joke i'm like this joke just being on Instagram will get more exposure than most bands that have ever been put together. Absolutely. It's definitely going to get more exposure than Danity Kane. Yeah. Well, you know, that <laughs> if it gets more exposure than Danity Kane, then I'm, I, I'll be literally impressed. Wait, uh, Danity Kane holds like a really special place. In your I don't heart. know. I just, they I knew. Hit song. I know if you get one hit song out of this, that's because you're my age. That's the only reason you know. Who I'm just Kane is. saying I knew it right away. 
So if this becomes for someone it's 10 years Danity from now, Kane. they're Danity Kane. That's a successful thing to me. I mean, someone, I'll die a happy woman. Someone owns a house because they were in Danity Kane. That's true. So I, if someone in this group has, is a homeowner, Ugh. that's a huge deal to making America great again. Um, <laughs> oh, so, no. It's, it took a real, just it got took a real turn. Right. Um, <laughs> that's right. Thank you. Feather Nation Studios. Um, also, listen, so Corinne has a show, a stand-up showcase. Mm-hmm. It is a uh, at New York Comedy Club tomorrow night. Uh, no, yeah, yeah tomorrow, tomorrow night, 8, 7, August 7th, Wednesday the 7th. You can go to New York Comedy Club. It's going to be at 9.15. It's called Corinne Fisher's Comics to Observe. I'm sure this will be all on your Instagram. Yeah, you can use code PETTY for a discount. Code PETTY for a discount. Is it you and a bunch of comics or just you? No. Oh, no, it's me. It's like when Sarah, Sarah Silverman does Sarah Silverman and Friends, but only much lower Got um, it. standards. Yes. So, yeah, it's me and then a bunch of comics I like who either... Um, don't I don't think like have gotten the exposure they deserve or who are up and coming. So it's like a uh, a curated list of comics. Yeah, I threw Louis J. Gomez on there. There we go. <laughs> it's uh, all all of New York's underappreciated. That's <laughs> I honestly think I, I th- I, after I hated him, I was like, you do do a lot of work. Uh, talk about uh, you know making America great again. That's a, a business owner. Yeah, he's got a whole network going two on. Two businesses, he would correct you, just like oh, he corrects two the businesses? J. Two businesses. Sorry, uh, he got the merch business too, Jared. <laughs> I like the merch business. Yeah. I, I like them both. I, I'm a fan. So okay, let's do the emails. Uh, Corinne Fisher at Philanthropy Gal on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Three year staring contest, and I still can't make a move. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Huge fan waiting for you to come to Orange County. I'll be feathering your nuts from the front row. Ooh. How do I approach the hot guy from the gym? Long story, but I'll make it short. This was, uh, there was this hot personal trainer at my gym four to five years ago when I first started going to this gym. I definitely noticed he had looked at me a few times as I walked by, but we never interacted. Fast forward a year later, he stopped working there, but about two months ago, I noticed that he's back at the gym. He's back as a civilian, and we work out around the same time every day. We're both gym rats, and I'll see him about three to four times a week. I caught him looking at me a few times, and I think he probably caught me looking as well. However, neither of us have made a move. I want to get to know him but i'm not too sure how to even say hi is it weird because it's been put been an ongoing staring contest for years should i just walk up and say hi i guess i have the fear of rejection things will be awkward at the gym afterwards i mean if he was interested he would have come up to me by now right Mm. your feedback is appreciated also a celebrity lookalike from shelby would be great love you both shelb uh classic shelb has a amazing talent to Pick the celebrity that the person looks like. Oh, you do writing in. Oh, and, wow! Um, Has he done one for you? I, I, I have, I've taken myself out of the game. He's already a public figure. Oh, Shelby would, has rules. He like doesn't one, just live. Oh, okay. He do doesn't one. just live like a renegade. But um, <laughs> this is so we have her look. Uh, Corinne, do you have any thoughts? Well, on, I got one. I was like, I was like, do I have oh, thoughts on what celebrity she looks like? Well, I got one. You can give once Shelby <laughs> checks in with his. I have one. Mm-hmm. Um. Corinne, what do you think? Uh, well, I mean, she kind of said what I was thinking at the end of the email, which is if he was interested, he would have said something. However, every man is not like a masculine energy type of dude, meaning he'll make the first move. Sure. Um, I mean, I do have a new rule for myself where 
they have to make the first move, but that's just because I'm super masculine. So she doesn't look to be. Yeah. Um, just say hi because you, well, don't, why you don't have to you say have hi, role, I want to fuck you. But you said I'm super masculine, but I want them to make the first move. How does that? Because I don't want to be the masculine energy in the relationship. So you need to be out masculine. Exactly. That's why I end up, I end up dating like people who, you know, uh, want all liberals to die and okay. and have a big That's how you end up in on the Reddit alt-right groups. Basically, yeah, yeah. You're just at their, f- uh, uh-huh. their functions. Shelby, yeah. do you have a celebrity lookalike? I was going to say Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. The only Asian Liu, celebrity. The only Asian celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Shelby nailed another one. Um, I, I got to say Lucy Liu. I had... <laughs> <laughs> I had a different one. Mine was um, different too. What was yours? Esther Koo. Oh, she does she, look... Because she really looks... I wasn't just picking an Asian. She, she does really looks look like, like Esther Koo. Um, I was going to say the woman who played Mantis in Avengers. That's, I guess. What? Correct. I guess so. That's a but Shelby. Oh, I think you, you look at the whole it. cast of Crazy Rich Asians. Though? Yeah, <laughs> none of them <laughs> ring a bell here. But no, she's cute. Um, I I I understand what you're saying. With the guy should come up to like I I I understand where she's coming from. I do also understand that a lot of guys do this, and especially right now, you find a lot of mm-hmm. people like right. like pre like pre asking out. Like she's saying they're shooting each other looks. Uh-huh. So there's something there as far as there's a vibe, there's an energy going on. Well, or but she or he could just be looking cuz he's like, "Why is this girl always looking at me?" Yeah, well, no, I that's not. I don't know not, how she's looking everyone. That's not how I've ever thought. Just because thought. someone's a pretty girl doesn't mean they have game. No, well, that's true, but I've never if I had anyone looking at me, they could be the least track. I'd be like, "Of course they're looking at me." Like it wouldn't be <laughs> It would not be like, why is this? Like, oh, I just so don't. wait, you have really like really high self-confidence where anyone's looking at you, you think it's because they're checking you no, out? No, it's not even a self-confidence thing. It's just more of a, I'm not like as a guy, and I don't think a lot of guys think this way. Where it's like, uh, this is this is weird. This is creepy. Like, okay. I would. that's not my first go okay. at it. It's more just like, I think that girl keeps looking at me. Like, it just okay. wouldn't be very, um, <laughs> like, like, there wouldn't be a fear attached to it or, oh, or a creepiness attached to it. So I don't think, and especially if they're at the gym and they go way back, I think... Um, I mean, I say hi to people at the gym who I'm not attracted to just because I see them all the time. Yeah. And like, I find, I, like if I see them on the street, I'll give them a head nod or a hello. Someone DM me earlier today with, uh, they were like, someone, and I think this is, the, I, I, I want to give the same advice I gave to them, to this person. Uh, they were basically like, someone keeps looking at my Instagram stories and they don't follow me. Oh. And then I was like, well, someone do you... Someone say they know in real life or... They might not... Oh. I don't think they know each other in real life. Okay. And I was like, well, to look up someone's Instagram... To, to look at someone's Instagram stories without following, you have to do something to do that. Like, it's not yeah. just a passive look. Yeah. Like, if I look at like... I could have Instagram stories running on my phone while I'm in the other room. Uh-huh. So when we take a lot out of who watches ours and who doesn't, you're taking a lot out of that. Mm-hmm. I think you have to think of what was the steps to get there. She doesn't follow you. Now she's looking at it and she still oh, doesn't follow. Oh, it was a girl her. looking at a guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's in love. So yeah. I was like, I was hey. like, if it's a guy, he could just be like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> How I, phone work? But this is the thing. This is the guys <laughs> get no emotional intelligence like yeah. on the on the spectrum. So I, I said to him, I was like, you should message. I go, mm-hmm. you should message. Saw you looking at my profile. Uh, yeah. I saw that you look at my stories. Um, I 
What did I say to him to say? It was like, I saw that you look at my stories. Just wanted to say what's up. We should get a drink sometime. Yeah, that's smooth. I like that a that, lot. Because what you're doing is, and he was like, oh, you want me to like call her out? I was like, no, no, no. You're calling yourself out. <laughs> what, a, the, what a cancel culture. Yeah, no, like, no you're calling yourself, but also you're calling yourself out yeah, that, that you, you noticed, noticed yeah. and you're being vulnerable. Yeah. And that's letting them know you cared enough to message. So like the same that's to her cool. where you're in the gym, you see him, you go, next time you see him, just go, hey, you used to work here, right? Mm -hmm. That's you noticing. That mm -hmm. starts the conversation. That's you taking interest. And it could just be friendly. And it, and so it's totally. like, you know, like I f people are f afraid of rejection. But if you're in a space where you see a familiar face, a lot of times you don't have to be like, hi, I love you. Do you want to go out? If not, yeah. I'm going to go kill myself and switch gyms. You, can, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to say that. You it's not so high stakes. You can do a pre-interview. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and the pre feel it out. Feel it out. Feel it out. And the pre-interview is, is to say, to get him to know that, you know, Nobody wants to be turned down. So I understand why he's not coming up to even if he does have interest. And also, I feel like in this environment, in this climate, it's a gym. You know, it's kind of a, a mm -hmm. personal space. And he might have the same fears. He's like, well, if she's not interested, I've now like done something weird to this space. Sure. Because if, if it was something other than a gym, but like gym, I personally do not like getting hit on in the gym. So he might just be really wary of that. Yeah. Especially as someone who used to work there where legally, I'm sure he wasn't by you know corporate policy wasn't supposed to be hitting on people totally and also <clears throat> it's like you know as a guy going up to a girl it's thank you for coming up to me or get the fuck away from me creep there's like ne very rarely like that middle ground of like i know like oh it, it's either this is the most awkward thing that's ever happened or finally prince charming has come over you know yeah. like it, so I, I try to be nice but it's hard because even when you're middle of the road nice yeah but not interested guys are so excited that you didn't say fuck you turd Absolutely. that they still think i want to bang and then i'm like <laughs> that i just have like a new friend that i don't sure. want to make you out have a with. new dm or every yeah. five minutes I, yeah so it's both sides are complicit in this whole thing of why these two aren't talking to each for other sure, for so sure so to go up to him and say hey um you used to, I think you used to work here, right? That is enough of a, an opening for him that if he's interested, the conversation should continue. And if he doesn't get it from there, then it's like this person's not even emotionally ready for a relationship with a grown up. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Me undies. Oh, my fave. Love me undies is here to change your underwear, not literally, but it's here to change the way you think about underwear. Underwear is a state of mind. You might not, you guys might not know this. I didn't Underwear know this. isn't just about the surroundings of your balls. Because they've really updated the technology. Or your vagina. It, it's really, yeah, they didn't have the technology yet. And now the the underwear is now, is, it's really a, um, a social place, a, a, a way to live life. Okay. And that's what MeUndies is doing. They, 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 because they don't think me undies should take themselves too seriously. Mm -hmm. They want your undies to be a jokester. Maybe your undies are going to start a podcast. You Ooh, don't know. Uh oh. They're called Between Two Balls. <laughs> <laughs> they believe undies should no, they'll be. They'll get canceled for people who have testicular cancer and lost one. Come on. How could you do that to us? Think ahead. Call it on top of the one ball. <laughs> uh, fit for every booty like it was made for every booty. So. And they offer fun patterns that give you the freedom to express yourself. That's Meundies, my favorite part. It is really nice. Meundies also believes that every woman should have the freedom to wear whatever cut they want. Mm -hmm. Boy, Meundies really brave with their, 
in whatever color they want. The men's cuts, I do. You have, and whatever extra, whatever size they want. So, ladies, rejoice! The feel free collection is here. You get to feel free. Mm. Meundies size tested these five new silhouettes on every body type with an ultra soft feather light waistband that provides zero restriction. These undies will be the best thing that has ever been on your body. Offered in sizes extra small to 4XL. Feel free. The new Feel Free collection offers an ultra soft waistband and maximum comfort with a weightless feel and designed with you in mind. I love this. I love Meundies. They're yeah. so comfortable. And they got new prints that drop every Tuesday. And I got to say, I'm wearing MeUndies right now. It is, this is, I wear MeUndies so that you guys don't have to feather me at all times of the day. Mm-hmm. It's like a constant feather bath. That's such great news. Yeah, I'm you're wearing right. them. Me too. You're right. Shelby too. So listen, we're sitting here in MeUndies. I enjoy them. The prints, that's another thing. Especially if you're out there, you're a single gal, single guy, you know, it's like wearing the punchline. Mm-hmm. So like you get back to the bedroom, pants come off. Oh, there's the final joke before you guys bone. Look yeah. at that. Isn't yeah. that nice? That's good for you. Right? It's good for everybody. Is there any print that would make you uncomfortable if you saw it? There's not one print that wow. would. I, I would. What if I it was a yes print and the shit out of those prints. That's okay <laughs> the, the with dick you? and balls on top. That'd be hilarious to me. <laughs> if a woman had underwear where the print was dick and balls, okay. I would go, We've all had fun today. (laughs) (laughs) We've really all had a time. Um, So listen, to get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash JTrain. That's MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash JTrain. MeUndies.com slash Your neighbors must love you. I mean, <laughs> you know I watch The Bachelorette here, too. And I love that you have a, a minimalist uh, approach to design, so there's well, not even a lot of things to eat up the noise. I You're know. like, just this least amount of possible. I wanted to look like I moved in six months ago for the rest of my life. I here love with it. Corinne Fisher, <laughs> at Philanthropy Gal, on Instagram, Two Less Lonely Girls, Guys We Fucked, and the Comics to Observe show at New York Comedy Club at 9.15 tomorrow night. Dating app hookup protocol i like this one okay insert all the accolades accolades here suffice to say your podcast my favorite i've never emailed a podcast host for advice before i know you like short emails so here it goes (laughs) help a sister out i'm a divorced straight single mom living in a largest midwestern city i'm active on a few dating apps looking for a long-term relationship but also the occasional hookup in the meantime how does one approach dating app matches where the goal is a quick hookup like i swipe on someone's profile who make it clear they are also looking for a hookup we match and then what do you say something different frame the first message differently what the hell does a woman who is short on free time i have primary nearly full custody of my son so often it's short of a now or never scenario do um i'd love a good opening line that will land with well with the men i match with uh with to make my intentions and time crunch clear thanks for all the laughs and the great perspective on dating it has been so helpful as i've navigated this new stage of my life keep it up so what do you think 
Well, I think this is where there is a double standard with mm -hmm. quick sex on dating apps because uh, I haven't used them for hookups because mm -hmm. um, I'm a comedian, so I can just swipe on a person at a show, yeah. um, luckily. <laughs> but I and <laughs> you have won. And would you? Let's go home. <laughs> uh, um, pretty simple. Uh, but for yeah, for apps, I would say like, hey, you want to? You free tonight? Want to grab a drink? Like something like like in the uh, very near future. And I, you have to say, I, I I just don't think there's any way you can word do you want to come no, and fuck yeah, you that, have to at least get a drink with he, the person that's the problem or coffee. her pro her solution and her problem are the same thing mm -hmm. because as i would assume as a woman i could say as a guy if a woman came to me and was like wanna fuck okay that's where we've now started at right okay for me as a guy who's you know just an anxious not really a trusting person like that off the bat I'd be like, there's something to be, something's going to happen here. I'm going to lose my identity. Right. Like, that would be my first Jewish thought. Or you're going to be, like, invoiced for a sex worker or Whatever. something. Whatever, yeah. yeah. It, it, I can only, worst case scenario, like, if I went through with it. So, you come too hard, the ego of a man strikes in. Mm -hmm. You come too lightly, uh, you dance around the subject of drinks for seven weeks, and then finally you meet up, and it's not what you wanted in the first place. I would say you you go, you want to get, I think what your advice is completely right. You get it to drinks that night. Yeah, I think a, a, a same day, honestly, same day dates are the only time I've actually gone on dates from dating apps. I've mm -hmm. only been, really been on two. And both the guys said, hey, do you want to do it tonight? Because it didn't give me time to think about it, sure. to cancel, to rearrange, to get another, a better offer. And I just go, you know what? Yeah, because I, yeah. I also, I get really nervous and I don't know why because it's not like I, I don't care what they think I just like the whole thing makes me yeah. fucking uncomfortable and also like you know I would think like you also have to be safe so you know oh for sure safety in mind to me you I go I, I don't like the hey let's go out I don't have time for this I'm always like I would just be like hey what's up nothing much how's your day been oh mine's been good I did this this and that how's yours oh did this and this and that actually and this is where you take the turn you know, if you have a good vibe from the conversation, actually, my son is with her, his father tonight. Mm -hmm. um, I have a free night. Yes, I'm looking to go out. Yeah. Do you want to get a drink tonight? I think the good, the, the mention of that you're a person who is busy and that you have a free night is great because yeah. free night kind of implies like I'm looking to get wild. Tonight. Exactly, and it's and saying the son is with the dad. Yeah. Now you've also implanted information that tells you uh, tells the person what's going on it's here it's not often that i have yeah that i have a, a house without a child absolutely yeah. and now my on top of that the guy should be able to make the plan that's where you know if he wants to go or not mm -hmm. uh and if he writes back yeah actually this bar at eight that's the one mm -hmm. that's formidable and i know this is making the bar really low but she's asking you know how do i get just a quick whatever the bar is so low that it, him going this bar at eight and he's like and you're like okay that's someone who can at least google search yeah make a, a fucking decision. restaurant and make a decision mm -hmm. so the someone who will make the decision on where to go and what time will also uh make the move from bar to bedroom yeah J -train and he's not going to bring you flowers and have, make it all cumbersome. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Dating question. Too long. Mm. Here's a dude. J train and guest I'll eventually follow on Instagram. 
at Philanthropy Gal. Go follow. Go support. Hey, Derek. Multiple time duty, Miller. I have this new situation. I mean, I'm hoping you can throw some knowledge at me. I'm a little under two years single after being in a two and a half year relationship, but after some soul searching, typically early 20s New York City debauchery, I think I'm ready to be in a relationship again. About a month ago, I met this girl on Hinge. Uh, we hit it off immediately. We went on a date and spent the whole day together, night together, and grabbed breakfast in the morning. Mm. Ooh, the trifecta. We went on another date later that week and since then have seen each other about once a week for the last three weeks until I asked to hang one week and she asked if I wouldn't mind not hanging that week and instead hang out the following. I thought it was her way of trying to distance herself and start ending things, uh, but she told me that she was in a very casual place and had gotten out of a relationship not long ago. I'm not sure how long and didn't ask. We've hung out since then and even slept together. Didn't let me sleep over as she gets up at 5 a.m. And she's told me the how she's really enjoying hanging out with me and the time uh, effort I put into dates. But now I'm afraid that this will all just be casual. So where do I go from here? Obviously, the more we hang, the more I like her. But I feel like sh- there's... I feel like she's trying to keep it casual. Maybe it's the hopeless romantic in me. But all of a sudden, he's a hopeless romantic. Two and a half years of, and he found someone he liked, and now he's like, "Oh, Mona, me." Uh, but I'm ready to break it off. But I don't think I'm ready to break it off. I'm still enjoying our time together. But I don't know if I'm uh, if I start really liking her and it stays casual. I'll just be another cautionary tale of friends with benefits who caught feelings. Do I see how things go when the summer ends and things start slowing down? Or is my only hope really breaking it off before I get too attached? For a little bit of background, I'm 24, she's 23. Do uh, another live podcast in NYC soon. Uh, That is a perfect date spot. What do you think? (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, summer is traditionally a non-cuffing season, so things are just a little bit more informal. It does sound like she's keeping it open. Yeah, she is. And I mean, and she is, and and we can't blame her because she's been pretty clear about it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think you can have one more uh, check-in conversation with her about it, but Mm -hmm. she's been pretty open and honest about what it is, like what it is um, that she's looking for. And I think another sign to look for is, is, are you always initiating? Are you always initiating the text? Are you always initiating the plans? Because if so, then yeah, you're taking this more seriously than she is. So you have two options. You can uh, get yourself in a mental space where you're comfortable with that, which I don't know, you know yourself better than I do. It seems like that might be hurtful to you. Mm -hmm. Because like not every relationship with every person you like has to be a relationship forever, especially when you're this young. You could just like be like, oh my God, in September, like in September, you could look back and be like, wow, I had a summer with this amazing person. That gives me hope that there's great people out there. And now I can go ahead and look for someone who I like, but who also is looking for the same things in a relationship that I'm looking for. Yeah, that's why I, I don't understand. This is something that comes up a lot on this show where people are like, they're like, I, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I want to go there. Yeah. But I'm afraid that once I get there, I won't be able to get in. Yeah. And it's like, I understand like this whole idea of like, I'm afraid I don't want to be another cautionary tale of catching feelings for someone I was casual with. And it's like, yeah, that's how you live and learn. That's mm-hmm. how uh, the cookie crumbles. You're like, that's how, yeah. you know, that's how it all goes. If you don't let yourself kind of push forward in this then you will just be a 24 year old man baby forever yeah so it's like you're trying to figure out what you like and what you want and you're trying to learn to me what's going on right now is great Mm -hmm. you guys hang out every once once every other week you're forming a relationship you're learning more about her you're planning these things she's receptive to the planning on most occasions yeah um you're gonna get to the fall and you're gonna say to her 
let's do twice a week. I have this other thing going on. You should come to that. Like, I think like just being, trick her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's less a trick, but it's more, I know what you're I understand. Like, it's like, it's like, there's a point where it's like, if you move in your stuff one thing at a time, mm. you've moved in right. at a certain point. Right. So, yeah, tricker. I, I, and I, I, I mean, you could go full, you know, it's also like going full rom-com, I call it, because it's like, well, oh, you're, bi- you're bitching. Like, she wants a casual. Fucking go full rom-com. Say, like, this is, I want you. How do I make this work? Like, you can make, like, people have, that's how Jerry Hollywell got in the Spice Girls. You can make a move. Yeah. You know, she's not really that good of a vocalist. And what did she do? She just kept, it, she was persistent. And I know that's a, a weird advice to give in the me too era but there's a way but it, it's not like you know you are already she's already slept with you she already likes you she's already mm. let you into your home you're at a different stage and additionally i my I, this other piece of advice came to me while you were speaking that um if you're if you, this is that if that's too much of like a hardcore move for you to make and you're afraid of catching feelings or getting too attached to her just date other start dating other people even if you're not that interested in them just literally to get your mind yeah. off of her I do that all the time like the other like I did it this weekend like I'm seeing mm. someone who I like too much and then I was like I don't I can't text him tonight so I literally just called some other people <laughs> <laughs> just to keep yourself distracted yeah because I'm like oh well we are we, we all like each yeah, other it's idle fine. hands are the yeah, are, are play the, fu- the, the fuck boys play thing oh, yes, you know like that true. that's the I, I think that's good advice keep yourself busy but also I do have to say, like, don't be afraid of catching feelings for this person. Don't be afraid of saying to them, hey, my door is open. Like, you can only, and I know this is tough to do, but you, you can only be you. You can only do the things you do. Is you there can a only, song that goes with this? this is so I, I'm writing the second single for, <laughs> for me also. Me also. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, if he's like, hey, you're a fun dude living in the city, trying to make money, trying to fuck this chick, okay? What's the worst? That's not the worst things in the world, okay? Right. So you're inviting her out. You're going on the dates. You're having fun. You're getting a sleep, kind of a sleepover. And then maybe the Saturday comes along and you go, Hey, I'm out with friends. Mm-hmm. Come on out. Yeah. And maybe she doesn't answer. Maybe she says no. But I think like there's this need to like go from like we're casual to we're serious. You can stick Not around. Not with any men I know. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> no. That's the truth. But I mean, I see it with women. Oh, where it's yeah, like, no, no, no. Of course. What's the next step? We haven't. We've now gone to where something station. Why aren't we at the next station? And it's like, why don't you just hang around and be the most fun casual guy she comes in contact with Mm -hmm. because at a certain point she's going to come back to you and go wow he's never pressured me he's always just been like come hang out whatever he's a real doormat that's exactly what i was looking for yeah (laughs) (laughs) you could be a doormat with a locked door i know okay but also like he uh, he was i was looking at his history again because he's only 24 so you know he was in a two and a half year relationship but that was two years ago so it's like the relation this next relationship that you get in will be a much different relationship that i think that the relationship that you are thinking about in your head so things are different the dating scene has different is different now uh the climate's different the ages are different and it's just like some a lot of 23 year old girls just don't want to fucking get into a long-term relationship now but the biggest difference between his old relationship and the one that's going on now is it lives more in the gray 
Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the one that he had two and a half years. So you're, it was a high school to college relationship, basically, mm-hmm. is what he had. Mm-hmm. He's counting that as his last relationship. Yeah, that existed we'll in you're yeah. my girlfriend now. Yeah, yeah. It's just now it doesn't work that way. We're adults. We have jobs. We have choices. We have a pie wheel of time that we can give up. Yeah. And she's willing to give you up this much time, this little slice of time. You keep saying to her, "Hey, this is uh, I'm I'm doing this. Come on out." I think I think that's like let her get involved with your party, and then she'll see how great it is, or she'll not. But don't steer away because it's like, and don't be consistently get- available because that this this is a little bit game playing, and I hate to give people game playing tactics, mm-hmm. but like if you're consistently available and uh, you're. Yeah, and you're just like always the one like checking in too much. Like if you're saying good morning every morning, pull back a little. Yeah, that's not stuff you want. Not do. in a hurtful way. Pull back a little, and then that'll make her, and make her come to you every now and again. And there's a lot of value in that. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We are sponsor people, and this is on the theme of comfort. Mm-hmm. This is really this is a big one. Okay. I am wearing them right now. I'm okay, looking all over your body because I don't the, know what we're going to talk about. They're called figs. Okay, and I think there's something all of us can agree on: nurses, doctors, dentists, and people who work in medicine and healthcare are pretty awesome. Oh yeah, I know there's a few people that might disagree with that. There's the anti-healthcare community. Like when I had a, a back knee, and then I went to the doctor, and she, as she, I took off my shirt, and she goes, "Oh." Really? <laughs> oh my god, that is horrifying. But look, my back's so beautiful now. Oh, look, I, you I needed, did it. I was shamed into clearing my back. Knee. She, <laughs> she dies. You have to find another nurse to take care of her. <laughs> oh, sorry, I died of seeing back knee. All of us can think of a time when a medical professional helped us or a family member. Yeah, I, I have fond feelings of uh, health, you know, care professionals. Figs is an amazing company that is making scrubs in stylish and functional for the people who deserve it most. I think there's Hmm. a lot of nurses that listen to this show. Listen, Figs sent me a pair. Mm -hmm. They are wear out in public scrubs. Wow. Like look good. They look like joggers. They sent one for me and my girlfriend, Jess. She has a pair. We're walking around looking like two... Gray's Anatomy doctors. It's scrubs are scrubs very are in. hot, hot right now, oh, and they look really good. It doesn't look sloppy. Mm-hmm. You could wear them and really fool some people. I think scrubs are hotter than that traditional cliche nurse's outfit. You know. What do you mean? Like the, the one where it looks one, like they're wearing the party city plastic with, bag with, the, <laughs> with that weird like hat with the red cross on yeah. it. Oh, that's a different look. Yeah, you're right. The, the scrubs. Fishnets. Jared's like, yeah. I don't agree with that. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Shelby, we all have our dreams. Figs um, for sluts. That's the next one yeah, that's coming we'll get, out. <laughs> figs is that's their next line. Yeah. No, but I think the figs look is just I some I've been I got I was uh I got a um um, a colonoscopy once mm. <laughs> and they really knock you the fuck out when okay. you get a colonoscopy and I woke up and all these nurses were in um, were in scrubs and I remember being like I'm so horny right now like I couldn't really? I've never even seen a hot nurse it, uh, like a real uh, one really oh <laughs> you agree 
no, I can't believe what you just said. I know. I've I, never seen a hot They nurse. look like comfy pillows. It's human pillows. You guys must I, go to a different doctor. Yeah. We My OBGYN's hot. She looks like Salma Hayek. That's hot. Yeah. Um, Figs is an amazing company that is making scrubs stylish and functional for the people who deserve it most. For years, nurses, doctors, dentists, and other awesome medical professionals were forced to wear scratchy, ill-fitting scrubs. Not only were they ugly and uncomfortable, they were designed for the life-saving uh, work doctors and nurses do. Every set of figs is antimicrobial. Uh, and protects, what does that mean? Protects from germs okay. and bacteria. <laughs> ridiculously soft and moisture wicking and features four-way stretch. Figs are comfortable and look like normal clothes. Uh, their pants have yoga waistbands and come in a variety of styles from mm. classic straight leg to joggers. I have the joggers. They are very cool, very sleek. Uh, just put them on, look great on her. Black, you know, for you know your formal occasions. Uh, Figs gives back, and you can too. Every time you shop at Figs, they give scrubs to healthcare provi providers in need around the world through their Threads for Threads initiative. To date, Figs has donated hundreds of thousands of sets in over 35 countries. That's great. So whether you're one of the awesome humans that works in healthcare or someone that just wants to say thanks to these deserving folks, Figs is going to make that easy by providing you with 15. That's one five. 15% off your first purchase by using my code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN. Get ready to love your scrubs. Head to wearfigs.com. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com. Enter my code JTRAIN at checkout and get 15% off. This is great. I love this. Here with Corinne Fisher at Philanthropy Gal. Go follow. Go support. Okay. Help, please. Oh, my God. They put it in a PDF. This is way too... Do you want me to read it for you? <laughs> Let's... <laughs> Okay, here, this might be help. I think you could help with this one. I'm writing in because I can't seem to shake my feelings for this one guy. I'm hoping maybe your sage insight on the matter will be helpful. I'm 18, and I, started talk and I first started talking to this guy in 2017. It was in my second year of high school, and he the third and last. What? I was in my second year of high school, and he the third and and last. I guess he completed high school in three years? I never had any interest in him until one night I got slightly tipsy at a party and struck up conversation with him. He was warm, flirty. Thus, I st started a thing that lasted until January 2018. It was mainly texting and kissing and stuff at parties. We did go to uh, out a couple times. It was slightly weird. I'm very <laughs> awkward. and would have. This is, I don't know if I can help this person. Around the time. Texting and kissing young. at parties, yeah. Uh, around there's uh, exchanges like this one. Once he drove me home from a party, and as we kissed in the car, he said, do you want to do it next time we see each other? <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I this just feels... I've I never... Can't. Do you want to do it? Yeah. I'm sure I said worse in high school. I was caught by surprise and bothered by his wording. Yeah, yeah we, we are, are too. too. <laughs> uh, so I understand. So I answered that I didn't feel comfortable doing it my first time if he didn't really want anything serious with me. I don't feel that way anymore on the issue. I still want to have sex with him and still only him. I hope he doesn't say do it Fa anymore. Fast forward to January 2018. I have been away for months and it's only the second time I'd see him. Uh, I'd seen him. That morning I went over to his. To his. We lived two minute walk apart for a while we made out for a while. It didn't escalate much except I was on my period and touched my, and he touched my vagina. This, I feel like this is a report. This is a report. <laughs> I had stuffed some toilet paper down there. 
I don't know if I should be reading this. <laughs> do you have a... I'll read it. I, I, I want to finish it now. Okay. I didn't have many pads left. I didn't... This is very specific. I didn't know... I mean, is this something I, you do as a young lady? I've, I've stuffed some toilet paper. I'm okay. 33 and I still, Please. from time to time, okay, okay. will stuff some okay. toilet paper. Do you want me to you tell you more about it in detail? Be my Sherpa <laughs> on, this, on this email. I feel, <laughs> I didn't realize until later, so embarrassing. Don't be embarrassed. Your body. Uh, he didn't comment though, so I don't know whether he could tell. He couldn't tell. It's he very couldn't. hard. I can tell you right now. Uh, yeah, there's he no way. Tell. We don't even, I, I, listen, I was fingering the belly button until I was 25. <laughs> Um, okay, so I left his house, and when I texted letting him know I had gotten home safely, per his request, I realized he had blocked my number because that text never got delivered or any other after that matter. Also, I know he has a really small dick. People had brought the issue to my attention before. <laughs> I love this This, this should teach every guy don't block anyone's number for no reason. <laughs> um, that's how uh, small my school in town is. I feel that is actually much better uh that is actually much better but i wonder if i if it was an issue for him the day i had touched it through his briefs i left not much later so maybe it was it made him uncomfortable uh i felt so bad like i had ins- uh, assaulted him why else would he block me i should also mention throughout the whole encounter he wore only only wore a bathrobe and was bathrobe and briefs harvey weinstein yeah what is, what is going on here girl okay so i left his house and when i texted him let him I, I'm hoping they're the same age. Right. Like, I'm like... But I don't know. Well, yeah, well, he, he said high school. The thing is, he could he could be one of those, like, old high schoolers who's, like, 27 and graduating high school. Yeah. I don't know any teens with bathrobes. My brother had one, but that's because I bought it for him because I'm a cool older sister. I don't live <laughs> I don't live in town anymore, and I have since unfollowed him on every app, but I know pretty much his whole family. So I, I she knows the whole family then. We have more or less the same circle of friends, and I feel like I love him. I genuinely do. You don't. My friends can't stand me mentioning the situation with this dude and how weird I feel about it one more time. In their eyes, it's all done and dusted. I understand. I'm starting to more understand what's going on here. I acted immaturely and did stupid shit. He didn't want, uh, want me and took the cowardly way out. But it's been months of distance and it still hurts. I still dream of him as stupid as that sounds. Everything was just left so open. We never had a conversation and I really admire and love him. Don't know how to f- not to feel so pathetic about him and move on. And also I wrote him a letter and a DM to him. It went on un- unacknowledged and it was not much help. That was months and months ago. My Instagram for is for reference. Ooh, she I gives, love when they give Instagrams. Thank this you. This is hers. Um... What do you have to say about this? I, I mean, this sounds like young love. Yeah, but We've I don't all think been it's there. Love. I think I think it's this feeling that you think is love before you've been treated properly yes. and know what real love is. And I know because I know it's difficult to say like you don't love him, but this is but this is not what love is. You mm. shouldn't feel like this. Like love is not this like unknowing anxiety. Does he like me? Pain. Like that's not what love is, and it's not what it should be. Um, and often your first encounters with. Uh, romance will feel like that, but that's because people aren't treating you properly. Mm. It is young. I'm looking at his. He's got like a bunch of. He's a young dude. Oh God. She's a young girl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, here's what I. Well, f- I didn't even see a picture of her face. I just saw. I can't really see. Oh, okay. She's got a lot of art stuff. Yeah, you guys are from. This is you guys are from different worlds. You're like collecting rocks, and it's very sweet. And he is like. You're young. Yeah. Um. Let me just say. I mean. Thank you, your podcast rocks. We laughed along with this email at first because it's so young. It's very sweet. We're old. Sweet we're old people over us. here. So I just want to let you know, like, 
I by the end of it, I was like, yeah, we've all been there. Sure. You know, I think anyone who has liked someone in high school and had that kind of gotten back to them has been like, wow, I did it. I have this adult thing happening for me. Oh, and girl, I want to let you know I'm 33 years old and I did cry over someone liking someone's tweets yesterday. So, <laughs> so we're, just we're, we're on the same page. Yeah. So it doesn't get better. It doesn't get better. <laughs> um, you're going to be feeling, but I understand like you, the, you had this experience with this guy. It was a, probably a lot of first experiences. You're talking about, you're learning about your body. You're talking about having your period and not realizing it. You're talking about him having a, you know, the size of his penis and him being uncomfortable. Everyone is uncomfortable at your age mm-hmm. I, I, and beyond, you know, so at every age, you're always going to be uncomfortable. You're always going to feel a little bit out of place. But underst- I think the one thing to understand is that it's normal and to go hang out with your friends and family and lean on them. But also know that this guy blocked you not because he hates you or you did anything wrong because he's immature too. I didn't and know that when go- you block someone, the texts don't go through. Is that definitely what he did? Or he just, it's, to me, I, I was know. like, maybe he just didn't pay his phone bill. Maybe, or maybe, yeah, I don't know. We don't even know if he blocked you. Maybe it's usually blue and now it's green all the time. Okay. Like, I don't know. But uh, it's, it's, really, it's really just one of those things that you don't know how to act and feel and you feel alone. I get it. But it's uh-huh. like, you know, this is going to be, this is what it is. This is why there's, 33 year olds writing into this podcast and 18 year olds right um this isn't easy but know that the reasons he did these things that made you feel upset are because or the same reasons that you not aren't sure what happened you're both immature and learning well there's just a lack of communication also like you didn't assault him like no even like even if he did know that you had toilet paper there and like someone touches like that's not assaulting someone like your period is not a man getting period blood on his hands and certainly touching a period that's happening over pants with no blood is not an assault your 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 body's natural occurrence here's what's gonna happen yeah exactly and he's gonna go to his friends and go like or not his friends but i'm saying like 10 years from now he's gonna go you're going to come across each other and he's going to go, man, I act like an idiot. Mm -hmm. Like I know that's going to happen because I've done that with people. I acted like an idiot with a high school. I've done that with people that I've come across and I acted like an idiot with after college, even as an adult. So, I, I just don't sit around and pine over this guy though like that's like the thing that bothers me because it's such a habit that women get into that will end up lasting a decade and like mm-hmm. it's a bad habit to start when you're young to just like this guy this guy is not responding to you you've reached out stop reaching out like it's, no matter yeah. what like there's nothing like you cannot force someone to love you that is not love love is uh, when you when a, a true love that you want to experience is reciprocated yeah and so don't start getting into the habit of putting yourself into these positions where you're pining over people and giving your time to people who are not enthusiastic about having you in their lives. It, it's right, exactly. And it's going to feel confusing until it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So I think like for this girl, I think, um, you know, it's tough to take this advice. I know she's listening. Going, sure. You didn't tell me how to get over him. Um, do you I want don't an actual? T- do you want an actual? I'll give you an actual thing that'll help you get over. How? There's an amazing TED Talk called uh, "How to Fix a Broken Heart" by uh, Guy Winch, who's a relationship therapist. Okay, and he has a beautiful accent. It's on YouTube. It's 12 minutes. I literally work in the same you know relationshipy field as sure. Jared for a living for over six years. It helped me in 12 minutes more than any book I've read, piece of advice I got, or conversation I've had. So there, there you is. go, J Train podcast at gmail.com 
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more. Um, one more email. Thank you, Corinne, for coming on. No problem. I see you invited all of Harlem's finest. We have all of Harlem's <laughs> finest. <laughs> who's we're, within a three block radius a, and can come taping, right now? <laughs> taping another episode. Um, more email. Here we go. Half asleep Snapchats. Hi, Jared. Shelby, an esteemed guest. Love you in both pods, but I'm going to come to right to the chase. This guy that I was friends with in middle school and I are friends on Snapchat. Every six months or so, he sends me a snap of half his face, freshly woken up, lying in bed. No message to go with, nothing. Just half his face, half asleep, lying in bed. Why is he doing this? I have never responded because what would I even say? Uh, for some context, I had a crush on him in sixth grade and nothing ever came of it. No, this is really a throwback. N- no awkward. It really is <laughs> not real sixth grade relationship. Nothing. Um, I'm not even sure he knew about it. To be honest, we're both 23 now. <laughs> Me and Jared are going to exchange uh, friendship lanyards after right? we're done with these emails. They're 23 now. This is a guy from middle school. And, and, when and I've my, since moved my on. My favorite part, my, we are both 23 and I have since moved on. Yeah, I love it. I, I would hope it. so. I love it. I think it's really funny and would love to hear what people, what possible explanation you have for this. Thanks in advance. What do you think? I guess it's called a, a dude's board and maybe he's like waking and baking or something. Like, I don't, this is just juvenile behavior it seems like he hasn't really grown up since the sixth grade i know exactly what's happening what's he doing this is a fuck yes yeah but what's but you don't fuck the guy who sends you a picture of half his well, face on snapchat i'm just well she does, i'm not saying to fuck him this is I'm how saying, we get in these predicaments <laughs> and we're pining over people who are blocking us i'm saying this is a guy who's <laughs> like who's like who's someone in my who is someone that will receive a snap from me? Yeah, he's real lonely, and he's he's going back in time and thinking of yes. anyone in history who ever wanted to fuck him. This is the thing. Who came we, up in the archives. But we talked about this with the gym person. There's so many things going on right now that are guys saying that they like you without having to get turned down. Well, that's... So this is him going, this is a way... This is that, a juvenile behavior. The, the gym of thing course, was fine. Of course, but this is very juvenile. But I'm saying it's happening in all of our lives. Someone that likes 10 of your Instagram posts in a row. So the, the girl who looks at his uh, the stories without following. These are that's all small true. signals that you never get turned down on. But it is putting yourself out there the smallest amount. But don't you think that sometimes, and this is me asking truly like sure. you, friend to friend, like don't you think uh, it's kind of a, a, a joke that sometimes women look too much into Absolutely. social media cues? Absolutely. Okay. But it's... Um, not, it go- I'm not even saying this. That's just more like a personal but, question for uh, But this kind of goes back, but this goes back to like... <laughs> Can you help me, Jared? <laughs> totally. Listen, I talk about like some girl was like, oh, he watches my Instagram stories every day. What does it mean? Well, he either likes you or he's pooping. <laughs> it's one of the two. I don't know which it is, but I'm telling you, one's more likely than the other. Okay? He either <laughs> likes you right, or right. it's a big fat shit. But, right, right, right. But we've talked about the thing of like, the more you watch them, the farther they get pushed to the front. Well, this is the other thing. This is on Instagram. The more you've touched someone's account, the more they're. Instagram posts, uh, stories come to the front of the line. Yeah, I have the same people. Like you're one of my, let's yeah. say, the people who are always featured for but me. So I always watch them. You're there for me. So yeah. I'm saying, but these are accounts that we've looked at in the past or I've liked your stuff totally. before. Totally. There's people that you've never liked that if they put a story up, it would go to the back of the line. Yeah. So it makes sense that someone that you may be going on a date with or are dating, 
that after you've ended, they still show up to the front of your line. So, of course, you watch them every time. Right. This situation is different. He is actively taking a picture of himself and he's sending it out to not just her, but a list of hers. And he's seeing this is the equivalent to me. A list of hers because I don't even, I don't have Snapchat. So on Snapchat, you can works. send it to like ten people at once. Right, right, you right. You could do that on Instagram. You could send a right. message to ten people. So my point is, for this guy, what he's doing is throwing a big net into the ocean and then chumming the water. Oh, so he so he's sending this not just to her. That's my I, that's I, my big question. I don't think so. Uh, I think he sends this out every morning to a bunch of girls and sees who will talk to him. Jesus. And then it's a non-threatening way to never get turned down. Men are fascinating so creatures. He, and, and, and because of something you said earlier in the podcast that we don't even know how to use a phone. Yeah. Women think that we have the basis baseline of, of knowledge when it comes to this stuff. So then we know we can hide in plain sight with right, the knowledge. Right. So this guy knows what he's doing. He knows there's a girl out there that they already have this like pre-existing middle school relationship. And he's like, I think she's kind of cute. Let me send her a few Snapchat selfies and see if she ever talks to me because of this. Right. But I mean, it could, it, the only thing is it feels like with Snapchat too, it feels like he could just be looking for like tit pics back or something. Of course. I mean, it's it, the, the spectrum is wide. I don't know I, that it's like a, a romance. It seems like if you want to hook up with this guy, you can, but you can, that is a very, you can also, that's a very fair response. Hook up and with it's anyone. True. It, yeah. Pretty much. It, <laughs> so it's it goes, not really exciting. The spectrum is I want a titty to I want to meet your parents. Yeah. And everything in between. Yeah. I'm it's probably more towards titty. More towards titty, yeah. But this is what he's saying. It's, as, at the very least, he wants to see a nipple. Well, as far as like emotional, romantic intelli- like intelligence and, and like communication, I feel like Snapchat is like the lowest of the social mm-hmm. media platforms. Uh, I totally agree. Corinne Fisher, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. At Philanthropy Gal on Instagram and Twitter. Go check her out. Two Less Lonely Girls. Guys, we fucked. The comics to observe. Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. Woo.